0: Hi, this is Pam Oaks, host of Car Care for the Clueless, coming to you via webtalkradio.net. I'm going to be joining you for a half hour each week to discuss not how to repair your vehicle, but how to have your vehicle repaired, preferably by an ASC certified technician. Our topics will range from what octane to put in your tank to how to prep your vehicle for vacation. Our broadcast is based on my latest book, Car Care for the Clueless or how you can make money while maintaining your vehicle. As an ASC certified technician myself and shop owner for the past 16 years, I've seen a lot. And just when I think I've seen it all, something else pops up. Now that you know a little something about me, let's have you take advantage of my experiences and learn about your vehicle. Today we're going to talk about parking lot and driveway safety and the tips you need to know to make sure that you don't become a victim. How many times have we heard or read news articles regarding a purse snatching or a burglary in a shopping center parking lot? One of our listeners emailed us at carcare 4 cluelessaolcom with a question regarding her personal safety while traveling to and from her vehicle and parking lots. Bev Smith said that she's not as agile as she used to be. Bev writes, As I get older, leaving the store and heading for my car, it is more difficult to juggle my shopping bags, a purse, and keys. It's just not as easy as it used to be. Bev said her and her friends have heard about hitting the panic button on their car key or walking down the center of the aisle, but questions if there's more that can be done. So we took her question to one of the experts in the field the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. But first, let's talk to Bev and have her tell us her story. Hello? Hi, Bev. This is Pam at Park Care for the Clueless. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. I am answering your email. and We were talking about that you had some personal safety concerns about being in the parking lot at the grocery store or shopping center. Tell me a little bit about it.
1: Yes, I do. I'm getting older now, and I need to know how to help myself to become safer. Um, what can I do when I come out of the stores and go, proceed to go to my car in the parking lot?
0: Oh, I can understand that. Yes, you know, that just doesn't apply to, you know, older individuals, but all of us in general. We, we need to pay attention to our surroundings and our environment. But um, what do you do now? Well...
1: One thing I do, now this is um, in the daytime or nighttime actually, I make sure that when I go to my car and go down the aisle in the parking lot, Mm -hmm. I go in the center, and uh, then when I get closer to my car... I don't hesitate or stop, but I just kind of scan the sides of the car, mm-hmm. my vehicle, okay. and kind of look, you know, kind of glance underneath is, without bending over and such.
0: Okay. And then
1: I get in my car.
0: All right. And that's about all you do, or anything else? Or? Uh, no. Uh, the
1: other thing that I do, um, say for instance, if uh, there's an occasion where I have to be out. At night, uh, and I come out of the say the grocery store. I go uh, down the aisle the same way in the center, but as I get out of the store and proceed to go down the aisle, I push the panic button on my keychain. Okay, and I keep that on until I get inside of my vehicle and as soon as i lock my door i turn off the panic button wow i bet that's
0: quite a noise isn't it
1: yes it is and i feel that way it would draw at people's attention and people look and people will look they, they, so they do look you've done this yes uh-huh yes they do look mhm well, because they know that you know possibly somebody is trying to enter your vehicle or whatever you know
0: Okay, so, you know, when you started doing these things, I mean, did you, did you have a problem in the past, that specifically? Uh, no, I never myself have
1: had a problem, but I know of other um, um, women who have, um, and uh, I just thought this would be a good idea to get some
0: information as to how I can help myself. Well, that's a good start, but today uh, we're going to get you a little bit more help. Mary Cristofano from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Let's ask Ms. Cristofano what her opinion is and what she thinks about your two methods of being safe out in the parking lots. How oh, does that, that sound? sounds wonderful. Okay, so hold on and let's talk to Mary, shall we? Yes, let's. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Hello, Mary speaking.
0: Hi, Mary, this is Pam from Car Care for the Clueless. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. How are you today?
0: Good. Thank you for joining us today regarding automobile personal safety. And if you could just tell us, uh, tell our audience a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I am a business manager with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and I have a very huge interest in personal safety. Uh, I was a victim of crime a number of years ago, and I made it uh, a point to study all I could far as safety and personal safety and protection Mm -hmm. I was a victim more than once I'm going to do everything I can to prevent this from happening again so I took courses I read everything I could on safety and I found uh, uh, refused to be a victim with the NRA and it gave a lot of information that was one of the things I used to teach years ago
0: oh wow see after you learned it you taught it
2: Yes, I did because I it like I said, it's very personal to me, mm-hmm. and I was happy to pass the information on because I wanted to help other people, so it wouldn't happen to them. You just want
0: that extra step for everybody
2: yes, it's important. I think it's get any kind of important part of people taking care of themselves just to be able to go out in society and feel safe
0: well, yeah, of course today's topic, we were talking about safety in the parking lots, getting to and from your vehicle. We had a caller from the- Fort Myers, and um, she said that, you know, she's getting older and it's a little harder for her to maneuver like she used to, Mm -hmm. and somebody told her to hit the panic button, then go to your car? Uh,
2: Well, there's different things you can go when you're approaching a vehicle. Mm -hmm. When Say you're leaving a shopping center, you don't want to have your arms all full of packages and things like that. If you're buying Uh, things, take a few at a time to your car. Uh, And always have your keys out before you approach your car.
1: It's Uh good to be
2: prepared. And then look around your car and be aware of your surroundings. Look Mm -hmm. at who's around. And if someone looks suspicious, go back into the shopping center or wherever you're at and ask for a security guard. Oh, will they do that? Ask for a security guard that can escort you to the car. That's what they're there for. Uh And you can do things uh, when you approach your vehicle you have a key fob you don't uh you hit the button that opens just the the driver's side door and then that way you won't have all the car doors open in case someone tries to get in your vehicle and then lock it immediately once you're in and before you approach your car make sure there's no one in the back seat or no one around your car if it looks suspicious or you see people that look like they might want to do you harm be aware of that and Go back in wherever you were and ask someone to escort you to your car. Uh, and it's important for people. She said that she's getting older, but at any age, it can happen to you.
0: What do they look for? You know?
2: Okay, if anything that seems out of the ordinary. You know, people can hide in the back seats of vehicles, and then when you get in, you know, they've they've got control over you. You know, so or anyone under the vehicle, people hiding maybe. Behind cars that Are might jump vehicle? out at you, you know, you uh, don't put yourself in a situation where okay, I'm going somewhere at night in, in the neighborhood that's not a safe neighborhood. You know, you have to be careful. Don't try not to put yourself in those situations. Uh, sh- do your shopping during the daylight hours when you know you can. Uh, there's security available at the places that you shop, and even if you're in a grocery store or something, the store manager will be happy to escort you to your car. Oh. You know, usually you can find someone to help you if you have any kind of fear of going to your vehicle by yourself. You have to use good judgment, walk in well-lit areas. Uh, she mentioned the key fob, the panic button. Mm-hmm. If you, somebody approaches you and you're afraid, if you hit that off and it'll make a loud noise and make the, your, your car horns going off and everything, it'll attract attention. And, you know, the people who want to do you harm don't want to attract attention. They're more uh, the type that if they hear a noise, they'll run away because they might get caught.
0: Oh, and so that so, really does work, the key fob.
2: Absolutely, and yelling. And if you are approached and you're afraid of someone when you're in a parking lot, you can actually go under a vehicle and hold your arms and legs close to your body, and it's very difficult for them to get at you. They're not going to roll on the ground and try to get at you. They're going to run away and say it's not worth it. You know, so those are little hints. Yeah, you might get your clothes dirty or something, but those are little hints that you can think of uh, when you're in that type of situation and try not to feel helpless. There are things you can do, and, and you can actually rehearse these things in your mind so that when you do go out and you're in situations like that, you're not so afraid because the people who want to do you harm, they're going to look for the easiest victim. They're going to look for the person that's scared and cowering, and because uh, that's an easy target for them mm-hmm. if you walk strong and walk tall and you're in control of your personal space you're going to be less of a victim that way they're going to go pick somebody who's an easier victim
0: okay what recommendations would you give somebody who had broken down on the side of the road
2: okay, if you break down on the side of the road with cell phones and on star in vehicles usually you have some help you Call the emergency numbers right away
1: Mm -hmm. and
2: let them know. Uh, You can request that, you know, if you're on I-75 or one of the highways, uh, the big highways, and whether it be in Florida or where we're at or another state, uh, you can call the Highway Patrol, and they will actually come out along with the service vehicle, and you can ask for that. Oh. You can also uh, be very careful if people stop to help you. You don't have to get out of the car or roll down the window if you don't feel safe. You can tell them, thank you, I'm waiting for the tow truck. Um, and always pull off the road to make sure there's enough space And uh, because sometimes your car can be hit when you pull off to the side of the road too. But uh, always call for help, call mm-hmm. for assistance. And if you don't feel comfortable with someone helping you, just tell them, I've, help is on the way. I've called the police. If you tell them, if they're someone who wants to do you harm and you say, hey, I called the police, they're not going to stick around.
0: Really? Okay. And
2: uh, always maintain your vehicle. Make sure that you take it in and it's in good repair and you have a full tank of gas when you go out on the, the highways. So you have the less likelihood of something happening where your car breaks down. I think cars nowadays are a little more reliable than in the old days, so oh, yes. uh, we don't see as much of that, but uh, don't panic if something happens to your car. Call for help. There's right. plenty of help out there, and they'll be happy to come by and take care of things. And uh, if it's at night, uh, if you want, you can flash your lights. Uh, they have suggestions to uh, tie something uh, or put a little white handkerchief outside your window so that, or lift up the your car hood so people know that uh, the car is disabled and it attracts their attention then so that they don't hit you.
0: I appreciate you taking the time with us today, Mary.
2: Oh, I'm happy to help. Like I said, it's uh, one of my missions uh, to keep people safe and I'm happy to do what I can. Well,
0: thank and you. And thank
2: you for inviting me. I appreciate it.
0: Thank, thank you. you.
2: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: That was Mary Cristofano from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement giving us some tips here on car care for the clueless, webtalkradio.net. Back to keeping you safe in a parking lot while going to and from your vehicle. While Bev had wonderful suggestions with the key fob and walking down the center of the aisle and practice those deterrents, Mary made some good points too, like scanning the parking lot for suspicious people before heading out to your car or ask for an escort, something that I was not aware of. So, while visiting a local shopping mall, I wanted to see how this escort service worked. As Mary suggested, I stopped at the information booth and asked to have a security guard escort me to my vehicle. And you know what? Within five minutes, an employee of the mall walked me to my car. It was that simple. And for those of you who shop alone, cut your chances of being one of the victims that Mary was talking about and ask for help. Just like I did. Don't be shy. Be safe ask for help and not from a stranger that's just as bad as going it alone just because they're dressed nicely doesn't mean that they can be trusted with your safety who knows if they're scouting a victim out to fall into the parking lot in the first place another example I tried was the key fob panic alarm and Bev she was right even though the general public is used to hearing car alarms in parking lots people still look when a car alarm did not reset immediately Like someone accidentally pressed the button while trying to get into their car, haven't we all? There are a few other examples that I would like to pass on to you as well. One, if shopping at night, park under a light. Criminals don't like lighted areas. The security light cuts down the chances that you or your vehicle are victimized. Remember to remove all valuables from view in the cab of your vehicle. Why have your vehicle broken into and vandalized just because of a few items you left on the seat or dash? It's just not worth it. Have your keys ready. Don't be digging into your pockets or purse, trying to juggle bags while walking through the parking lot. Boy, you're just asking for it. And another good one, don't walk and talk or text while going through the parking lot. Whatever it is you have to say to someone, it can wait. Not only are you distracted from watching for opportunists, somebody may not see you in their vehicle's blind spot and begin pulling out of their parking place. It's tragic either way. And don't sit in your vehicle in a parking lot and chat. Window glass is easily shattered by the smallest of objects with very little force. Why follow all these safety rules and get in your vehicle and then blow up by loitering in your car while on the cell phone? If you have to talk... Move your vehicle to an area that's very visible, and then talk all you want. I like this tip, don't park next to a large pickup or a van. This obstructs everyone's view of your vehicle and you getting in and out of your car. And I know, with today's influx of SUVs, trucks, oh, those crossover vehicles, it's just hard not to park next to one, but try. And then if you really, really want to draw attention to yourself, there is this personal alarm. This ear-splitting personal safety device, and I'm telling you it's ear-splitting, is available at most gun ranges, discount mega stores, and sporty goods stores. Most are the size of a conquat or small orange, and can easily fit onto your key ring. This device, unlike pepper spray that can be used against you in a scuffle with a criminal, cannot harm you. It will only draw attention, and believe me, this noise would make anyone look. I've heard it, and it is loud. And ladies, please, 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 don't leave your purse unattended in the basket at a grocery store or in the parking lot while placing your groceries into the trunk. This is a true story happened to one of my customers. She was shopping in a very safe neighborhood. She was concentrating on what type of ice cream to get her family that week. And then the next thing she knew, she was getting shoved into the ice cream freezer and someone was running off with her purse in the grocery store. Needless to say, some good Samaritans subdued the criminal before it could get out the door. But still, in any case, there are people around you in the store. In the parking lot is a different story. You won't have a dozen or so people around to help you out. The whole premise of this topic is to keep you safe, not to scare you. The only time you should be afraid is when you don't pay attention to your surroundings. Now that we have talked about how to be safe and be seen in parking lot situations, let's discuss how to see and be seen while driving our vehicles. About 20 or 30 years ago, headlight lenses were made of glass. When the bulb burned out, you replaced the bulb and lens assembly. Nowadays, if your headlight fails, The factory-made lens, the one that's attached to the car, stays in place. The bulb socket is located behind the lens. That's the part you replace, the bulb, not the lens. While it's cheaper to replace the bulb instead of the lens-bulb combination of days past, the lens is constantly exposed to the elements. After a period of time, and it doesn't matter if you drive a high-priced luxury vehicle or an economy car, This lens discolors. This haze blocks the light emitting from the bulb, making it harder to see at night while driving and harder for others to see you coming towards them. So let's ask our gadget guru, Peter Sudak, what to do. Peter has more than 22 years' experience in the automotive parts and repair industry, so I'm sure he'll know a trick or two to help us see better at night. Let's ask.
3: Thanks for calling Parents Motor City. This is Peter. Can I help you?
0: Hi, Peter. This is Pam and Car Care for the Clueless. How are you today?
3: Good. How are you doing today?
0: Good. Uh, we've been talking about vehicle safety and being safe in your car, and the topic came up of being seen and being able to see, and that brings us to you. Maybe you can explain that icky yellow stuff that gets on the headlight lenses. What is that?
3: Uh, that's basically an oxidation between the sun and the plastic in the lens. It just creates a chemical reaction that basically turns it yellow. It's not a really a preventative measure to stop it. It's just the way, just the, way the sun and the plastic intermix over, over time. Uh-huh. Is there anything that we
0: can do to uh,
3: yes, reverse Yes, the auto parts stores, they sell a very simple kit to use to clean that oxidation off scrubbing it with a scrub brush or anything doesn't work. It has to use these kit with a chemical.
0: Okay. And
3: um, what happens is it's just basic. It's it's a three it's a three step kit and the instructions are very simple and you can probably do both lenses in about an hour.
0: Oh so I could do this in my driveway then? Yes. Okay, so it's that simple and it's, it's not going to make my hands turn yellow or anything like that.
3: No, you might you probably might want to wear a pair of, uh, of gloves just to be on the safe side, but no, it's not going to make your hands turn yellow or anything like that. It takes the yellow stuff off real, uh, real easy.
0: Okay, well, if I couldn't do it myself because, well, I just wasn't capable or I lived in a condo or something like that, do you think maybe like a car wash, would they would do that, or like my dealership or my independent auto repair center do uh, something we like could,
3: that? Probably, probably a detail shop would be able to do it for you. More uh. than likely, they've got the technology to do it now, now that they found the chemicals to break that up. But basically, car washes, uh, I don't know if the automotive repair shops would be able, able to do that for you or not. But
0: So it depends. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, and we appreciate it. Okay. And we'll talk for to calling. you next week. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. So, on Peter's advice, I went to the local auto parts store to see what products were available to clean my headlight lenses. And you know, he's right. There had to be more than a dozen products dedicated to clean those lenses. It was located next to the car wax and wash products. But which one to choose? After reading the directions on several to see if it was easy, as Peter said, and According to the directions, it sounded like it. I asked one of the parts specialists which one they recommended to their customers. After purchasing the product, I asked a customer if I could clean their yellow lenses on their older luxury vehicle. I explained that we were testing this product on their vehicle and, according to the directions on the package, it guaranteed that it would remove the oxidation and restore their headlights' ability to illuminate the roadway. With this product, it was a two-part process. Before starting any automotive project, I put on latex gloves to protect my skin from chemicals associated with automotive repair. Then I opened that package. It came with two different grades of very fine sandpaper, an acidic wash to be placed on a provided towelette, and a small container which I would describe as a car wax-like substance to be placed on the lenses at the end of the process. Between the applications and drying times, the entire process took under an hour. And you know what? While it doesn't look like it came off the showroom floor, it looks pretty close to it. And it made the vehicle look years younger, which didn't hurt its resale value either. A couple of days later, I asked my customer if they noticed a difference between the before and after lens cleaning application. They heartily agreed that the headlights had a notable improvement illuminating the roadway at night. If you are unable to do repairs on your own vehicle, whether it's due to a condo rule or you're just physically unable to do so, I called several area car wash detail establishments and inquired if their facilities performed headlight deglazing. All but one provided the service. The average price was $50 compared to the $17 I spent at the auto parts store. I would side with Peter on this service. If needed, get your headlight lenses refinished. It benefits you, your vehicle, and allows others to see you coming at night. Up-and-coming topics requested by listeners' emails include how to purchase tires, what you should have in your vehicle's kit before taking a road trip, when should you have a tune-up, or where should you purchase fuel and what type is best for your vehicle. This is Pam Oaks, host of Car Care for the Clueless, looking forward to meeting with you again next week. If you have any car question and you would like to have it answered on the show, please email me at carcare4clueless, all one word, at AOL.com. And if you'd like to purchase my book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How You Can Make Money While Maintaining Your Vehicle, please go to amazon.com books. It's available in paperback. You can download it on your own digital media or for your Kindle. And remember, you too can be a savvy car care consumer. Until next week, take care.